This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. That means they're going to run it with Hill. This is what he could go. Every time, and now he's gone. It's a foot race. But the speed of Wollin, will he get there? No. Touchdown. A 60-yard scamper for Taysom Hill. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Football Friday, presented, of course, by BetMGM. 20 minutes from now, we'll dive into the best college football weekend we've seen in a long time. It's going to be an incredible football weekend. Pam Aldonado, Yahoo Sportsbook, joins us in 20 minutes to break down those big games. But let's get back to the NFL here. We'll get to Taysom Hill and his game against the Bengals. But let's start with Sunday night football. The Cowboys at the Eagles, first place on the line in the NFC East. And when you look at the projections of this game, Football Outsiders had this up this week. You know, the the meaning of this game, how big this game is for both these sides. So if the Eagles win this game on Sunday, Football Outsiders projects them 87% to win the division and 73% for the number one seed. I mean, it's it's a remarkable, you know, kind of swing game for the season, both these sides. And if the Cowboys win, obviously, they're rolling here without Dak Prescott, and he'll be back pretty soon. All right, so we're up to six and a half now. Man, this line has jumped around a lot this week. We're down to four and a half. I think the first time we brought it up on Tuesday, we're up to six and a half now. The biggest thing I'm looking at, guys, is the injury report for the Eagles, their offensive line. Can they have all their guys out there on Sunday? So Jason Kelsey is yep. going to play. He already said he's playing. Landon Dickerson, okay. he's playing through something. He kind of comes in and out of games, but I think he's going to start. My lot is the one, right, the left tackle. Now, from what I heard yesterday, he lined up at the media open portion of practice at the left tackle spot. He lined up to start. He Last week, he didn't. He didn't start last week. You know, he didn't play last week, and he wasn't the left tackle in practice. So I think he might give it a go. Joe, that feels like the game right there. If the Eagles have their offensive line, they're going to win. If they're down their offensive linemen or they're banged up, Dallas can wreck this game. We just saw it last week, right? Parsons and Lawrence, they can wreck games. Uh, Joji, I know you're so annoyed by the way that your team handles the injury report and the practicing during the week. I know you hate it. You hate all this I need rest. To know. <laughs> you hate it. Oh, all right. So, yeah, I know. I know. I, I heard a little bit of you and the king yesterday. You got, I mean, two old men. I mean, you're not an old man, but you are. You really. <laughs> That's why I get along with them. We're both old grumpy yes. guys. Yes. Yeah. Even though there's decades and decades apart. Like, yeah, you're very similar in a lot of ways. So when, when Kelsey was back out there, how was he? What, was he in, like, it, it's one thing for us to say he's going to play. I mean, he's a big part of this. Kelsey and Milata. You're right. I mean, that, sure. those are. I mean, for an offensive line that is graded out as arguably the best in the NFL, I mean, that's big. So the stuff with yesterday with the corners, which is obviously one of the biggest strengths of the team, they're not, they're practicing or they're limited. Uh, A.J. Brown, Fletcher Cox, Graham, all those guys, they're all going to be fine, right? They were not practicing yesterday. 
if I were to guess who's not going to play, Avante Maddox probably not going to play again, the slot corner. I'm not sure the kicker's going to go. So we might get Dicker the kicker again, who hit the game-winning field goal last week, okay. Cameron Dicker. Yeah. Um, and then Mylotta, I think, is the one that's up in the air. Mylotta is the up-in-the-air one at left tackle. But I think Kelsey's going to play. And he was good last week when he came back. That guy plays for anything. Yeah. It's left tackle. I'm, that's the question. I'm really torn on this game. I'm looking forward to watching it, but I, I'm having a tough time coming up with the side. I can probably tell you a story and come up with some sort of an angle, but it's it's not where I have a strong opinion. Can the Cowboys go on the road and cover the spread or possibly pull out the up, pull out the uh, upset? 100%. You know, they've covered their last eight NFC East games. Last eight I that know. they've covered. And they've owned this rivalry. You know who knows about that? Our next guest, Michael Irvin, the playmaker joining us. Joining us on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line is Odyssey NFL insider and three-time Super Bowl champ Michael Irvin. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. Michael, we figured it's Cowboys-Eagles week. We had to try to get Michael Irvin on the show, so we appreciate you giving us a few minutes. Um, Michael, in the offseason, you kind of saw this Eagles theme thing coming. You, you thought they could start off 5-0. and They have. What are you seeing right now? How impressed are you with the Eagles? not often that as an analyst you say things and then you go back and get on your knees and you pray to God, God, please, God, God, please let me be wrong. Please let me be wrong this time. I don't want to be right. You know what I'm saying? But, but that's kind of how this thing fell off. You know I mean? I had, I had to say it because it was true what I saw and, 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 the, and the way this team was coming together and not just what they are right now. I'm talking about look at what they have coming, the draft picks that they have and all of that. So they continue to solidify it. And then the NFL gave them the great, the great schedule. They were the second week of schedule going into the season. And now heading on from the rest of the year, for the rest of the year, they got the first, the, the easiest schedule, uh, the first week of schedule. So, so they got all of that lined up. They got all of that lined up. And, and, and they get a chance to get the confidence going. So, yeah, it's, it's a tough out. It's a tough out. But, but, but. What I've seen that Dallas has developed that will give them that chance to pull off, as you call it, the upset uh, right now, <laughs> is that pass rush. That pass rush. And I say you call it upset right now because, because really, with that kind of defense and, and, Dak's back, and Dak get back, Dallas will have even a better chance. But right now, with, 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 with Cooper Rush, if Rush can get Rush out with five, I know that movie was never made. It never even made Rush out with four, but he made Rush out with four in L.A. But if he can get rushed out with five, then, we, then, 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 yeah, yeah. Then they'll start having some questions about who's going to quarterback the Cowboys. I can't wait for all these rush hour sequels. Um, thank you so much for joining us, Michael. Aaron Hawksworth here. So how do you see this one playing out? The under has hit in five of Dallas's last six games and in four of Philly's last six. Do you see a lower scoring game? The total at 42 and a half. Boy, that's uh. Well, I'm gonna let y'all throw out them numbers, but you know what I'm saying. I, I, for this kind of game, both of these defenses, both of these defenses are going to come to play, uh, and and Dallas is Dallas is really starting to get their offense going. Michael Dallas got back; they need that other receiver. Noah Brown had been making some pretty good plays, but they're still minus. They're still minus uh, the starting quarterback. So, so, so 42. I, 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 I'm not crazy about that number because Dallas haven't given up. Dallas haven't given up more than what twenty points a game, 20, 20 points a game, something like that. 
So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I'm, I'm a little worried about that number. Uh, Michael, we uh, got another rough Thursday night game last night. I'm here in Chicago, so it's all about Justin Fields and his development or lack thereof as he's uh, constantly running just uh, on the hunt for something. Bears couldn't get it done in the red zone last night. Uh, probably should have won that game, but uh, they don't have someone like you. They don't have a number one receiver. H- how do you think in year two the Bears are uh, handling Justin Fields in this brand new regime? Are they putting him in a position to succeed at all? That was a hard game to watch. That was a yeah. hard game to watch, man. I mean, you know, and, and as you said, the Bears go down in that red zone a couple of times. And really, the determining factor on that game was that it was that punt, that blocked punt, that, that botched punt. If he didn't, you know, drop that punt and, you know, Washington done jump on and go and touchdown, man, that game may, may really end up what, like like a baseball score. Was it 7-5 or something, whatever it was. <laughs> at, at that time, a seven three, a seven six. It was just, yeah, it was hard to watch. It was hard to watch. But, but yeah, I, I, when, when you don't get this man any 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 big time receivers, and you say I'm developing him as a passer, that's just hard. That that doesn't correlate. It doesn't correlate. So now he has to drop back, and he's trying to learn how to read defenses. But he also has to figure out which one of his guys can get open. You know what I mean? I, I just don't like it. I don't like it. And sometimes it seems like you, you, you're set up for failure instead of success with things like that. I, I think you need to find him a receiver. Listen, look over in Pittsburgh, Kenny Pickett and the guy on the football field. Look at the relationship him and George Pickens is picking up already. Yeah, they're losing games. They're losing games, but they're building something. Those two are building something. He's throwing the ball up. George Pickens going to get the ball. Matthew Trubisky wasn't doing that. They're losing games. They'll continue to lose games. But those two right there is building their relationship. And then when the rest come, they'll have something. Troy and I was here, uh, and we were building our relationship, and, and, and we were losing games. As a matter of fact, Troy went 1-15. I got hurt that first year, too. Troy went 1-15. But we knew Emmett was the day. Emmett came, and we added on that. You know what I mean? We didn't have to say, oh, now we got to build the relationship with the quarterback wide receiver now that we have all these things running. That's why it's important. Get him a receiver. Get him building a relationship with the receiver while you guys are working on everything else. Don't have him on the football field without his future receiver, and now all he's learning is how to look at defenses and start running because he's scared. Michael, one team that doesn't have to build relationships with receivers are the Bills and Chiefs, two teams. They've got plenty of them, plenty of weapons and great quarterbacks. We get that matchup on Sunday. Bills in Kansas City rematch of the playoff game from last year. The Bills are fair by two and a half points. Um, what, what's your feel on this game? We know it's going to be high scoring. Do you like Buffalo to go to Kansas City and win this week, or do you think the home team is first time Mahomes is a home underdog in his career? Yeah, and, and this is the one I'm, I, I, that I don't mind. Usually, I tell you, I, man, I got to wait to the end of the week to make these decisions because so much happens in the NFL. It's the story. It, it, it's the gift that never stops giving. There's so much going on, but but this game. I'm pretty sure in the direction I'm going. You know what I'm saying? I'm already pretty sure because I've been talking with Stephen A and all these guys, and they keep talking about, well, has the Chiefs answered that question? Hell to the no, they haven't answered that question. <laughs> now, Patrick Mahomes <laughs> answered the Chiefs' question. No, Patrick Mahomes was never the question. The question was, can these other receivers step up and play and replace Tyreek Hill? And I still haven't seen that. They put up 41 points a couple weeks ago against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
Right, and everybody said, oh, did that, did that answer? No. Patrick Mahomes did that. There was not a receiver on that. Uh, that's not a receiver on that team that had more than 40, 50 yards. So we're still talking about the receivers, not Patrick Mahomes. They don't have that guy. The Buffalo still has his guy and, and uh, Judge Josh Allen with, with, with Stephon Diggs. So I, I, I know I'm going Buffalo in that game. Michael, how would you rate the top five teams in the NFL right now? I know you you brought up Stephen A. I heard you heard you say to him that you thought the Cowboys were the best team in the NFL. So I know you have number one Cowboys, but how would you rank the next four? One A, one B, and that'll take up two spots right there. I'm because because I you know everybody had Philly up there. Philly's the only last undefeated team, and I've called Philly out as a dynasty. I, and and, and, and as, as the beginning of a dynasty, and I still believe that they are right there at that beginning. You know what I'm saying? So so I still got them right now. And let me tell you what, this team can run the football, and that's what worries me this week with Dallas, that they can run the football, they run it real well. So I got them up there. I got Dallas 1B. With that finger-licking pass rush, that's 1B. I got 1A and 1B right now, and they'll see each other this week. They'll see each other this week, and I, I can't wait. But let me put you about three teams that I have in there. I will put Buffalo in there, no doubt. I'll put Buffalo in there as, as that top team. Who, who else would I have in there? I got one, two, three, Buffalo. Uh, hey, yeah, Kansas City. I put Maybe I'm putting Kansas City fifth. Maybe okay. I'm putting the fifth. Who would I have fourth? Who would I have fourth? And there was one more team I had in the fourth. I'm drawing a blank on the teams here. Who would I have in the fourth? And to – AFC is in the AFC. Kansas City, Buffalo. It was one more team. I'm not drawing a blank on this one. Broncos. Team. You had the Broncos there. <laughs> oh, Ravens? No, no, Ravens? <laughs> Niners? Baltimore, maybe? Yeah, I like the Niners. I like that. There you go, right there. The Niners. That's, that's who we're talking about. Because now remember now, top defenses in the league is that you, get, you think things in. It, 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 it's, it's the 49ers and the Dallas Cowboys. And since Jimmy Garoppolo has come back on the fold, I wouldn't put the Niners up there without Garoppolo. But with Garoppolo, because he's been there, and everybody can talk about the first game, that man had to get his head right the first game. But now that team is back, and I love the Niners. Uh, a team that you probably thought would be in the top five that uh, nobody was bringing up there because they're not playing like it. They lost in London last week. I don't know what to do with the Packers. Uh, what do you think? We heard all offseason how great this defense is going to be. Run game's going to be their strength. What do you think's happening with Rodgers? And are they going to get on the right path this weekend at Lambeau against the Jets? So what happened? So what happened? These the, the teams, you, you can, this, this, this league now has become a receiver center, right? It used to be a running back league. It used to be running back center when I was playing. But now this thing has really turned receivers. You can't let your receivers go. You, people, people look for more than one. Philly has two number one receivers. Some teams have two. Chargers they have two number one receivers. You know, some of the they, they, you can't let your guy go like you let Devontae Adams go and expect these guys to step up and make plays. And when the time came, they can make plays. But when the time comes to make that play, that's the play they miss. That Dobbs touchdown drop. A couple of weeks ago, could have sealed that game. I think the uh, Packers ultimately ended up winning that game. But those are the plays I'm talking about. See, we're in a league now where everybody schemes people open. It's all these schemes. That's why we got the Mike McDaniel kind of head coach. These head coaches. Uh, this is a side note, guys. Have you ever seen when you see Mike McDaniel and all those guys get out 
these, these head coaches now. My, you know where my mind goes? I say, I want to do a side-by-side picture. I want to put a Vince Lombardi picture and a Mike, and, and a Mike McDaniels getting out in his, in, his, in his Tesla with his backpack on, putting on his backpack. I want to do a Vince Lombardi <laughs> and a Mike McDaniels. Here, the evolution of the NFL head coach. They've gone from this brilliant fire stuff, rah, 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 kind of guy, to this computer-looking dude. That's just what it's going to. You know what I'm saying? It's so funny. Look, when you look at it side by side, where is the dude that kicks everybody's butt and make a run into the wall to get ready for a football game? That guy's gone. You know, he, he sit in front of the computer and say, if I put this number over here, this be, it's just crazy stuff, man. It's crazy stuff. But but the game has gone to scheme beating scheme with these geniuses at head coach. So most of the time, these guys are designing a scheme to beat another scheme. But in the teams, and, and, and your and your track to win a championship, it's going to come down to a man beating a man. And you have these receivers. Green Bay has these receivers. Kansas City has these receivers. Yeah, they can make plays when the scheme opens them up. But can they make that play? when the damn game is on the line and it's man against man. I need to see that. And the re- and they, they haven't done it in the past. That's why we call them two and three and not a number one. You can't do it. You haven't done it. You have to show me. Then I'll call you, call you number one, and then, and then I can win with you. Great stuff, Michael. We really appreciate you making time this morning. Enjoy the weekend, uh, and we'll be watching you on all the platforms you're on. Michael Irvin on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix, a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. Pam Maldonado next. We'll talk some college football, then back to a lot of NFL right here on the Beck UL Network.